Welcome to the Boogie Down Bombers podcast. Podcast. A podcast talking all things Yankees and baseball. Now, now here's your hosts, Austin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Boogie Down Bombers podcast. I'm Austin Verhill. That's Tim Laduca. And that's Nick Giovanelli. And today, we got a lot of talk about opening day is just about two weeks away. And with the offseason the Yankees had, how are you guys feeling about where the Yankees are right now? World Series or bust. Well, isn't that the deal every year? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, re- it's reasonable with this team. You have good starting pitching, or at least... You have the best pitcher in the American League, Mm -hmm. and you have an order one through five, at least, who can be the number two hitter on many other teams in the league. Uh, And as long as Judge is resigned and the vaccination, um, the vaccination rule holds where unvaccinated players can play in New York, we have reason. I don't think that because. Freddie Freeman is not on this team. We're not a World Series team. Was he was we were not one piece away from a World Series team. We already had one. Mm-hmm. I could now. I think you know, like the meme with the Yankees is we need more starting pitching. I don't think that's so much the case right now. Um, last year, our starting pitching was not a problem. Um, obviously, Herman was a part of that, and now he's on the sixty-day IL, but. I think, you know, with Luis Heal, I really want Luis Heal to be a, a pretty decent part of this team. Um, if not right away, you know, by by midseason. And now, hopefully, um, you know, MLB-wide, if we have someone performing in the minors now, we're not going to wait to call them up. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem, and, and it's been – seemingly fixed because there are rookies in spring training right now competing for opening day jobs on certain teams which is wonderful to see Mm -hmm. um but i really think that maybe the only thing we need to fortify is the bullpen um i don't think the catcher problem is so much of a problem as people are making it seem to be because you know Catchers are not an offensive position, traditionally. It, it You need someone who can call a game and someone who could catch the ball and throw the runners out. That's what we need, and that's what we have with with Kyle Higashioka. Um, and they seem really high on Ben Rortford. Obviously, he's hurt, but, you know, he'll come back. You know, you would think in April, if not opening day. Um, mm-hmm. But Hoffman that... Vibes. But that being said, nice. <laughs> what has to Stop go me. right in this season, in your opinion, for the Yankees to win the World Series? Um, for me, I think they just gotta at least stay healthy because we know that's always a problem <clears throat> with this team. Uh, there's there's gonna be injuries, you know. The the regulars, Stanton. Well, not so much last year, but you know he's got a history. Um, the pitching, there's always someone hurt, but you know, the person who was hurt last year, Severino, he's back. So let's hope 
I just hope everything just goes correctly, stays healthy. And if they stay healthy and perform at least to what we expect of them, which is, you know, just solid production from every spot. I I know I've been a little pessimistic over the last like episode, but you know, I obviously it's just reactionary and you know, I, I think I think of myself as an emotional fan. So um, you know, we got a good team. And if everyone just performs to at least what they should be, or maybe even a little under or a little over in some spots, I think they got a good chance of going deep. Uh, my main. Yeah. Th- you, you go ahead, Tim. You, you really mean it? Yes, I really mean it. Okay, I'll be short. I don't know if this is the make or break on the season, but I think Glaber Torres, being a power hitter or putting the ball in play enough to drive in runs, batting sixth or seventh in this lineup, would really be transformational for the Yankees because you had him. Uh, you know, flirting with the top of the lineup, maybe too much pressure there, you know, struggled with the bat last year, struggled defensively. If he can just be solid in the back end of the lineup, that's, like I said, there's five guys in this lineup who could go be a two-hitter somewhere else. He doesn't need to be a two-hitter. He needs to be a great seven-hitter, and that's going to really drive, you know, with all the left-on-base issues the Yankees have been having. If a pitcher is unable to get through if you know, like, oh, we want to get to the heart of the lineup. If the heart of the lineup lasts to the seventh batter, mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of scary days to be an opposing pitcher against the Yankees. Now, kind of with that. Now, obviously, Glaber was, um, you know, he hit thirty eight home runs. I remember we were having debates, um, like early, early podcast where we were trying to figure out who is going to be better, you know, Glaber or Judge, and. Um, you know, I I think it's clear that it's it's Judge, but Glaber maybe he had um one of those problems where you know he wasn't performing defensively and it affected him offensively. We saw him improve a little bit at the, at the end of the year last year, and that's because he was at second base. So hopefully, with him permanently at second base all season, hopefully that means. You know, he gets fixed offensively. Another one I want to look at is Aaron Hicks. I've been bringing him up, like, every episode since we've been back. Big Aaron Hicks guy. Well, because it's... You look at what he was, and he was, you know... You know, he bat-flipped walks. Like, this guy was walking (laughs) all the time. He was defensively one of the best center fielders in the American League. And offensively, he was the second best center fielder in the American League at one point. So Mm -hmm. if Aaron Hicks can get back to what he was, and you have an outfield that, you know, is Hicks, Judge, Gallo, and Hicks is right, it's up there for – and Gallo's right too. It's up there for best outfield in – Major League Baseball. And you know what's fun to think about is there's going to be times where Judge is playing center field and you have Gallo and Stanton out there too, which is bananas to think about. There isn't anywhere you could hit that where the ball won't get rocketed to home. No one's running on that outfield. Um, You know, starting pitching, Jordan Montgomery uh, is a piece that 
I think would, you know, when you say what has to go right for, you know, to win the World Series, obviously big players got to perform. But when you look at the, you know, the back end of the rotation or the bottom of the lineup or the bench, there's always like that guy that, you know, performs maybe above where you're like, this guy's on the bench, but he could play in the lineup somewhere like Todd Frazier remember in 2017 Todd Frazier um what a guy with the thumbs down and everyone would rally around them every World Series team seems to have that thing so not only do I think do they the players need to perform I think they kind of need to have more fun um you know Mm -hmm. watching last year in 2020 it was it was like watching a team that that I mean, in, for lack of a better term, wasn't having fun. Um, but move like moving around that, and Tim, you brought it up a little bit. Is Judge getting resigned? Uh, oh wait, can I can I, before you transition to that? I just want to make a comment a little bit farther back. Mm-hmm. Do you, who wants to guess what the average WAR of a catcher of a team's catcher position was last year? One point nine. Oh wait, no. Point seven. I'm gonna go one point two. Negative point three. Wow. Ooh. That's the average team's catcher production. You don't need to have an amazing catcher to be a good team. However, I will comment. This might completely disprove my point. The top. How many teams make the playoffs? Twelve. It got expanded, right? I can't remember. Isn't it like sixteen now? Tampa Bay had the best catcher roar. Mm -hmm. They made the playoffs, but then it's Washington Nationals. They didn't. Kansas City Royals. They didn't. Uh, San Francisco. Yes. Dodgers. Yes. Cubs. No. Um, Diamondbacks. No. Detroit Tigers are ninth. No. White Sox. Yes. But that was with. He has money, Grandal, and Oakland eleven. No, and Pittsburgh had the twelfth best catching position. <laughs> the top twelve teams last year from the catcher spot, half of them did make the playoffs. More than half. Yeah, and you don't need to. So, and the Yankees didn't have a good catcher last year. They still made the playoffs. Why are we acting like without having a good offensive catcher this year, it's going to be an issue when we didn't have one last year? We still made the playoffs. <laughs> well. I think Gary Sanchez, honestly, I, I have his jersey. I loved him. I loved him so much, dude. But he was horrifically bad. Horrifically bad. After he fell off. I don't know what happened. He said, um, I can't remember if he said or it was reported that, um, you know, the noise got to him where everyone was criticizing his defense and it got to him and it affected his play. Uh, scary thing about that is, you know, that's not going to happen in Minnesota and maybe he just At all. lights it up in Minnesota. I'm also more curious as to why a National League team didn't pick him up, throw him at DH. Maybe it's because he yeah, hit 196. You know, <laughs> Not even 196. Was it worse than that? It might have been worse than that. Um, but I think, 
that guy has to, Gary has to be a DH. But um, moving back to what I was saying about Judge getting an extension, Judge has made it very clear he wants to be Yankee. Um, I think fan base has made it very clear they want him to be Yankee, and Brian Cashman has made it clear that he wants him to be Yankee. So here is my question. What are the odds that he's not a Yankee next year? They got to be low. Yeah, got to be. 30%. Think about one of the reasons why the Yankees may not have made a big free agent signing. Yeah, you give him the big money. Signing is keeping Judge on the team, which would be detrimental to the, the franchise because you lose the support. Maybe not the support, but you're no one would stop being a Yankee fan if Judge left. No, but everyone. Be it just pissed. sends an awful message to the te- to the clubhouse. Like, look, even if you're the face of this team, no one's safe. Yeah. Even if you're the face of the team, everyone loves you, and you are the best player on the team. We still will trade you for financial reasons. That's not. There is no spot for that on this team. That's when you. That's when they show that like winning isn't their total, like number one priority. If they want, if they look for financial reasons over Aaron Judge, but yeah, and everyone yeah. is is looking at um. You know, he apparently the offer is going to make him like the fourth highest paid outfielder behind Betts, Trout, and Harper, I believe. Harper and Judge? I mean, and Trout. You said Trout already. I'm like, if you, if he, you know, usually, no matter, you know, once you're in that like tier of superstar, you know, it doesn't matter who's better. You just get paid more because you're next. That's Mm -hmm, usually mm -hmm. how it goes. So if Judge is taking less than Harper, Harper is making like 23 a year. Now, it's for 13 years, you know, when he first signed it. Uh, so there's got to be, what, 10 left? Um, so, oh, geez. yeah, isn't that nuts to think about? Um, <laughs> you know, oh, and I think he's going to gonna get paid less than Stanton. If you're paying Judge less than Stanton, you have – no excuse to sign other people as well. That if he's willing to take that and they don't sign him, that is, it'll be the worst thing we've ever seen a lot of his Yankees fans. I think we could all agree on that, correct? Yes. Yeah. And I, I am positive, positive that if he did sign with the Yankees, he would sign with the Mets because I think Gary Cohen, really? I think Gary Cohen, Steve Cohen, would throw a boatload, a boatload. I think he would spend more money on Judge than any team would even think about. Um, and we cannot let that happen. Cannot. Like, I don't think he'd go to the Mets, but even the thought of Steve Cohen's dollar amount that he'd give he might give judge a blank check and just yeah. be like just fill it out <laughs> like i think he'd go to the i honestly i think he'd go to the dodgers or the angels or just somewhere over there maybe the giants um, you know his hometown yeah so well, giants i think that'd be even better actually Angels would kind of be dope yo yeah. oh. all right so 
Otani in the outfield please. when he does. Otani in the outfield, you got Trout, Judge, Otani. Come on, bro. Isn't that nuts? But I think he's going to end up going home if he doesn't sign here. But just the thought of Steve Cohen, the man with the tax named after him, giving you a blank check, it's gonna, it would be hard to turn that down. It would. He wouldn't have to move, you know? <laughs> he, would, he could just live where he lives now. Um, and I don't think there's a team in the league that would give him more money. I really don't. Um, I think I don't think the Yankees, I don't think like Steinbrenner and Cashman view the Mets as competition. But if you ask me if I think Steve Cohen views the Yankees as competition, absolutely. I like, agree with that. Remember how Steinbrenner said we're not in a bidding war with the Mets. Steve Cohen doesn't feel that way. Steve um, Cohen's like, I'll I'll bid you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay i'm just just making it easier for me to win um but now now it's time to go around the league uh this is where we go around the league and we look at teams other than the yankees um first off we got two things about the blue jays and one we should all be very happy about and that is that randall gritchick is gone randall gritchick is not in the American League East. We don't have to worry about, for some reason, he would not hit against any other team. He really he, wouldn't. He owned us, man. But when he played the Yankees, he killed us. I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but his numbers against the Yankees as opposed to other teams, you look at those splits, it is unreal. So he goes to the Rockies, of all places, um, and they get Ramiel Tapia, who I, truthfully, I don't understand why the Blue Jays did this. Um, Ramiel Tapia, he is among the league's lowest in terms of exavilo, and he is in terms of the league's highest for uh, grounded balls. So when he hits the, and he also strikes out a ton. So when he hits the ball, it is soft and on the floor, um, which is not ideal. Um, you know, the thing about, you know, people are like, who cares about exit velo? If you hit a I ball do. 117 miles per hour on the ground, it's significantly harder to field than a ball that is going 89 or whatever which is ridiculously slow. Um, but can you guys really make sense of why the Blue Jays did this? Uh, money? Depth in the outfield? Because they have an overloaded roster? I mean, yeah, they traded an outfielder and got an outfielder. Yeah, but this and... is not a starting outfielder. True. So what is their um, outfield? But... Um, Springer, Springer, Hernandez. He's DH though, isn't he? Oh no, or Vlad's DH. They kind of flip flop, I think. Um, yeah, Hernandez is like right field DH. That's a dirty lineup, by the way, in Toronto. Oh, it's it might be the best in the league. It might be dirty. 
And, you know, there there's a few players on that team. You know players that are, like, in your division, so you have to hate them. But if they were anywhere else, you would absolutely love them. Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette is my number one. He's got the best swing in baseball. It's I, will, I, will not be, uh, I will not be debating that. Bo Bichette is unreal. I love Bo Bichette. I, I mean, everyone so loves good. Vlad, right? I mean, there's just... It's there's so many likable players on that team, but the team as a whole, you know, I hope they finish last and get relegated. Yeah, basically. Um, but the oh, Blue Jays. Um, go ahead. I just got a quick thing. It's um, Randall Grichik's uh, stats against the Yankees. Yep. He only batted two seventeen, which shocks me, but twenty six hits, ten homers. 19 RBIs, 18 runs in 32 games. So he didn't hit a whole lot, but when he did, they were they were bombs. They hurt the Yankees. They were either bombs or like doubles or something. That was just a quick little thing. Blue Jays also. We talked about Teoscar Hernandez. They were discussing trades for Teoscar Hernandez with the Marlins. Yeah, I think that they think they're did too good him? and they want to. <laughs> <laughs> they think this might be unfair. I think. Well, here's the deal. Their pitching is good, right? Like, their starting pitching is good. You know, you got Ryu, who won Cy Young in 2020, if, if I remember correctly. Uh, they lost Robbie Ray, but they signed Kikuchi, and they signed Gosman, right? So they those got Alec are, Manoa. And they, Manoa, who was uh, a rookie last year, who played really well um Mm. now that's a a good rotation i don't know if it's you know horrifying like you're not if kevin gosman is is pitching against the yankees in the postseason i'm not petrified and kikuchi (laughs) i gotta be honest with you i'm not scared of at all um but you know ryu when he's on is uh, untouchable Um, very good and manoa can you know, he could take another step and become unhittable. So mm-hmm. those are there's some question marks there, but if everything turns out right, their starting pitching is great. Their relief pitching, though, I don't think anyone in the league is scared of. Um, I, I can only name Jordan Romano, if he's even still there. Um, Nate Pearson, they have. They oh, moved yeah. him cool. to the bullpen. They didn't, they didn't need him to to uh start anymore um i think roberto asuna is a free agent i think he's Uh, i hope it stays that way i don't think he'll sign anywhere all right what does free agent mean like i know what it means baseball wise but free agent it's a when are we ever (laughs) when have we ever considered players as agents they have agents they're not free agents. And does free mean they cost no money or they're released? No, they're, they're free to sign anywhere. Free. Yeah, but what the yeah. hell does agent mean then? I don't know. Uh, I couldn't tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a, it's a good question. It's a good question. I like that. Do you guys know who I'm really worried about in the American League this year? That's the, the Oakland A's. Um, oh, oh. 
because they just made their <laughs> first free agent signing of the offseason. They've spent more than zero dollars now? They've spent more than zero. Um, <sighs> they And they signed... Oh, wait, dude. Oh, I'll, I'll, t- I'll say it after. Never mind. Okay, they signed someone who has been a, a, I feel like, on four separate occasions. Stephen Vogt is back with the <laughs> Oakland A's uh, on a major league deal. Um, the only free agent signing that I, I can't even say of the offseason because spring training started. And it's the they went all of the offseason without signing anybody. They traded Matt Chapman. They traded Olsen. You know, they're hopefully going to trade Laureano to the Yankees. Uh, I don't know. And here's the thing: they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs. It's just it's no, it's, it no, it's gonna happen. It always does. Yeah, it's making the playoffs. Most Cub Cubs. Well, the it's fourteen teams now, right? Or is it sixteen? I don't know. I am <laughs> losing all oh, these numbers. But wait. You guys like my hat? It's a nice hat. I, I think your hat. Don't is explain what it is. Uh, is it, it unique? Oh yeah, cause... no, don't you don't explain it. Is it unique? Do you are you interested to see a hat like this? It's an interesting looking hat. Yeah. Well, well you gotta you gotta watch the YouTube video if you want to see it. All right. <laughs> and people are gonna. It's a normal baseball hat, everyone. But what can we tell people to make them really oh, want to know what it looks like? Well, the new playoff format is twelve teams. The new one is 12 teams. Because before it was the division winners. It was, ten, it was 10, and they wanted 14. They settled at 12. Okay. They met halfway. Um, Meet me halfway. I was Bang. just thinking about it. Um, but oh, yeah. you guys want to meet me halfway in Baltimore? Bal- I could That'll meet you halfway in Baltimore. Day. All right. Um, that actually pretty tired. Have you guys seen what's going on with Megan the Stallion and Carl Crawford? Do you no, guys, first dude, of all, do you guys remember Carl Crawford? I don't even yeah. know who Megan the Stallion is. Oh, uh, you've definitely heard at least one of her songs. I know I have, but I'm proud to say I couldn't. I wouldn't know if it's her. No, she's actually legitimately she is a great rapper. Like, look at her double XL freshman freestyle. Whoa, Shit, I thought we were going to go somewhere else there for a second. <laughs> no. Her freshman freestyle uh, is, was the only good freshman freestyle that year, by the way. Her freshman, the babies went hard, man. She's just a ripoff of Eminem, I heard. As in a rapper? <laughs> no, of like the M&Ms, like the food. Oh. Um, nice, man. <laughs> but so Carl Crawford, uh, you remember former Tampa Bay Ray, you know, goes to goes to Boston, underperforms <laughs> incredibly, gets traded in that insane trade with the Dodgers, if you guys remember that. You know, with Beckett and Gonzalez. And Adrian Gonzalez. Who went over who went over t- to the Red Sox in that trade. Uh, Carlos Zambrano. 
Carlos Sombrano. <laughs> what a name. Let's see. That because that trade was nuts. It, I remember. Um, Hanley Ramirez. Hanley Ramirez might have been a part of that. In return, oh my God! Wait, okay. Uh, the deal. Why didn't I have to make? How is this a nineteen-paragraph story? I just need to know who it was. Red Sox sent Adrian Gonzalez, Josh Beckett, Carl Crawford, and Nick Punto to the Dodgers in return for James Loney, Rubby De La Rosa, Alan Webster, Jerry Sands, and Ivan DeJesus. They were like, let's blow it up. <laughs> Red Sox. Were Wait, so that trade worked out for no one. Well, Adrian Gonzalez was nice with it for the Dodgers. Josh Beckett had like a year or two with them that wasn't terrible. But Carl Crawford was... Carl Crawford was um, atrocious. Uh, that was the same year as the Marlins Blue Jays trade with Mark Burley and... No, not the Blue Jays. I'm an idiot. No, yeah, yeah. It was when Mark Burley went from the Marlins to the Blue Jays. And... Um, God, there were so many people in that trade, too, and I can't remember anyone else. But those trades were nuts. Um... Jose Reyes. Was Jose Reyes in that trade? Which one? The the Marlins and the Blue Jays with Mark Burley. Look that one up. Gotta, that was the same offseason. Same. It might have been the trade deadline, but it was at the same time as the Beckett and Gonzalez trade to the Dodgers. Marlins trade Mark Burley, Jose Reyes, Josh Johnson, and others to Blue Jays and salary dump. The uh, the Marlins traded Omar Infante and Anibal Sanchez to the Tigers, and shortly thereafter traded Hanley Ramirez to the Dodgers. They sent highly priced reliever Heath Bell to the Diamondbacks. Uh, they blew it up. Right. They 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 know nothing else. In exchange, Omar- the Marlins received Yunel Escobar, Adani Hechevarria, Henderson Alvarez, and Jeff Mathis. Jeff Mathis, I, what a guy. I, I at least recognize those names compared to the Boston trade. I don't know who Boston got at all. Omar Infante. I liked Omar Infante. He was good. Yunel Escobar hated him. Hated Yunel Escobar. Remember that time he wrote a slur on his face? He wrote no. a slur in Spanish on his eye black, which was cool. Uh, I was working a women's lacrosse game. Yesterday, uh, East Carolina University, and one of the players had eye black. That was an eye patch. Sick. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Were you when you guys played? Were you eye blacking it up? Because I was. No. I was. I was. Got a little smudge going right Every, down here. Yep, everywhere. <laughs> little smudge, Rodriguez. You. And <laughs> then, like, you would get sweaty. Good and it would run, <laughs> and then I would take my finger. And then I would make a mustache. <laughs> That's weird. I I didn't I was like. It. I had too many. Po- I my my pores were too bad. It's bad for my acne. Yeah, I feel it probably didn't help mine. Um, okay, but back to Carl Crawford. Oh yeah. Let's go. What happened so, with that? So Carl Crawford, um, is nice now <laughs> he now owns. Yeah, I need you guys to comment more on the weird things I've been doing. I drank an entire bottle of water and not said anything. Well, I didn't even see that. I've seen these yeah, weird you were, you faces were, you've been making. You were making. thirsty, man. <laughs> you were making all these weird faces. 
Um, but Carl Crawford owns a record label now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Um, he owns a record label, which Megan Thee Stallion, I believe it was her first label. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but she let out a series of tweets, right? And she said, first the man over my label said I don't make him any money. Now he's countersuing, trying to keep me on his label because he wants to make more money, LOL. If I ain't making you no money, why not just drop me? My lawyers asked for an expense report. Uh, why this grown-ass man put his jewelry and chains on there? Lord, free me from this joke-ass label. Um, I choose not to say anything back about court and address uh, stuff online, but I'm getting tired of being painted as the bad guy 24-7. Um, the last girl on 1501, the name of the label, mad at this man too. Now this is... this is Carl, I don't want to be signed to your pill-popping ass. You talking about <laughs> I ain't paid for a show and you sound slow. I'm the artist. I don't pay you directly. Maybe fight with the man you signed to and you might see some money, you fucking powderhead. <laughs> Oh, Was any of that too offensive to say on air? If if it was, it was it was a quote. Okay. Well, no, no. what is powderhead? Nick head? is our is our podcast lawyer. What is powderhead? <laughs> That's my question. It, it, I think is, that might be. Is that um, something I can't say? That might be drugs. Someone who puts white so, powder. But, oh no! They, it's just calling him a drug addict. Yeah. In response, he called her an alcoholic. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the uh, uh, Carl, but it seems like he's uh, doing worse. It... Now, when I first saw Carl Crawford trending, I was like, ooh, I wonder if people are just remembering, you know, when he was a beast for the Rays. Um, I'm a beast in that regard. Um, and then I see him and I'm like, this can't be the same Carl Crawford. And it is. Same guy. Because, of course. <laughs> so why not? Um, but they are uh, they're having some beef. It'll, hopefully it gets resolved. Um, but thank you guys all for listening. Oh, and why? Wait, You're welcome. Before, before we end, <laughs> just the one, thing, the one thing I had. Go ahead. Um, I'm drinking out my you know who we for, You know who we forgot in the Blue Jays rotation? Who's that? Jose Barrios. Oh gosh! Oh, <laughs> oh the, the best one. one? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> the one who, if we did face in the playoffs, I would be. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. You could, be, you could definitely be worried about Jose Barrios. <laughs> yeah. My stash. I was looking. I was. I was looking. I was looking at the roster, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? This is a. You know, it's a pretty big piece. Certainly <laughs> a big piece. <laughs> who was that? I have no idea. Tim oh, Sam? Wasn't that um, Ryan Howard? Yes. Oh, Phillies Cup. You should know that, Phillies fan. Phillies Cup. All right, before we go as well. I got this cup at the Phillies game, right? And it, this is the cup they give you when you order a drink, like a, um, the souvenir uh, an cup? Al- an alcoholic beverage. And they... Oh. Gave me this cup and it's. Can you? 
It's plastic. I didn't hear it when you hit it. Well, I think Discord cuts out the uh, the well, noises like that. Well, you got a good mic. I got a bad mic. I got, I got a decent mic. <laughs> All right. I think it's time to give out awards. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Best take of the day. Who had it? Was there really any takes? Oh, well, I guess who who was the most... I, I like yours when you brought up Glaber. Thanks. Or, Worst take. No, I'll take it. I'm the champion. Best take. I'm the winner. Or... or who, no, or, too late. You already gave it to me. I win. Who had the worst take? Uh, probably you. What was it? Uh, is he not take knowing both? who Megan the Stallion is. So I win two things. I'm a winner two times. Well, you, you're a winner because you made the worst thing. Is that and really I won a an award for that, right? The best at the worst for the takes. And I also got the best take. For doing absolutely lo- nothing for longer than anybody else. <laughs> All right, this is just something to think about next time. We need to think of names for these awards. And thank you for giving me the award. Okay, we'll call the, it may- the worst take award oh. the Tim LaDuca Award. And I think we should t- call the best take award the Tim Leduco award because I won both the inaugural ones for both. <laughs> no, I won the best take last week. No, we didn't. Yeah, vote. no, you you gave it to me. Oh, so I'm kind of like a martyr in that sense. A martyr, I'm like a philanthropist. <laughs> I gave it, and we na- I gave the award, and it's it's named in my honor because I gave it. So the so Tim Leduca Award for are best both take awards take. the Tim Leduca Awards. The Tim Leduca Egotistical Award. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it's still got his name. I'm honored. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. You're welcome. Um, we hope <laughs> to see you next episode on YouTube. Or we hope uh, that you listen uh, on Apple Podcast or Spotify or Google Podcast or Stitcher. Or also, you can ask your, uh, I can't say her name, because she'll pop on. Alexa. Yeah, I got my headphones on, idiot. Alexa! But you you can say. Try harder, Tim. That name, play the Boogie Down Bombers podcast, and it will. So, Hashtag Boogie Pod. We got the juice like that, baby. Hashtag Boogie Pod. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, on Instagram. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to on Instagram, but I haven't gotten holding it down on Twitter. All right. Uh, 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 bye. calls the Yankee. Oh, do we get? Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Boogie Pod and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 